Hello gorgeous and welcome to another episode of Gala Loves Everything and this one is entitled Ah, but what if it all works out? And this is how to stop panicking about your life. And this is a very potent topic because there are so many of us running around like chicken little, feeling like the sky is falling, constantly in fear, constantly in scarcity, constantly in a place of anxiety about where our life is going, what's happening next, and what we can do to change it. And we get really obsessed with this. But today I want you to start thinking about this in a new way. And I want you to start asking yourself a different core question. We all have these questions that we're asking ourselves all the time. Sometimes the question is, why can't I figure this out? Or why is this not working for me? Or why is it that other people get this and I don't? And I'd like you to think about, just contemplate replacing that question with a more powerful question because the questions we ask ourselves, the quality of the questions we ask ourselves dictate the quality of our answers. So in summary, if you ask a shitty question, you're going to get a shitty answer. So instead of those questions that presuppose failure, right? Because why can't I figure this out? Why does everyone else understand this and I don't? Those are questions that literally set you up for failure. So instead of those kinds of questions, what if you replaced it with, how would I move if I had absolute faith that everything was going to work out perfectly? How would you move if you had that faith? How would you show up? What would you do differently? How would that trust you had in both yourself and the universe slash God slash source slash universal energy, how would you behave? How would you dress? How would you speak? How would you approach people? How would you allow yourself to be approached? And what energy would you be emanating, radiating, if you truly believed that everything was set up to work out perfectly, if you believed that you could not fail, that there was no such thing as failure, only evolution, and that you were only ever moving onwards and upwards. Now, things happen in our lives that are hard, that are tough, that are extremely challenging, that make us think all the worst things, really. But those things are Honestly, they're gifts, they're opportunities for us to rise and become something different. And there's so much leverage in these challenges that we are confronted with. And sometimes we think, oh, I just want my life to be easy and problem-free and flawless and perfect. And the truth is that that is not a real thing. And without these problems, these challenges, these struggles, You would be bored out of your mind. It may seem great, but actually it would not be as fulfilling as you think it is because what really gives us that sense of oomph in our own lives is when we see a challenge, we take it on, we scale it, we climb it, we're victorious, and then we move on to the next thing. 
If you've ever, you know, taken a week off work or school or something and spent the entire week just watching, I don't know, really mindless television and eating on the couch, you know what it starts to feel like when there are no challenges. It gets really flat. And my friend Veronica Valo always used to make this comparison to, do you want to live on Space Mountain with its highs and its lows where you're screaming at the top? Or do you want to live on the Disneyland monorail where it just goes round and round and it's flat? And sometimes when you're in a place of everything feeling crazy and intense, you're like, God damn it. Yes, I do want the monorail, but you don't. And for me, you know, that the last few episodes I've made for this podcast, I'm really talking about this thing of feeling your feelings and something that I'm uncovering in that is that there are so many unexpected gifts in feeling things, in being open and available, in cracking that armor, in showing your heart to people. The way that you engage with the world is completely different, but I'm going slightly off track. So let's come back to this concept. What if it all works out? Okay. I want you to Stop where you are, whatever you're doing. If you're driving, probably don't do this, but anyone else, I want you to stop where you are. I want you to put both feet on the ground and I want you to just take a few deep breaths and I want you to look around your environment slowly. I want you to look to your right, take everything in, notice the subtle details of everything that's in front of you. Move your focus to the center front of your awareness. See what's going on there. How high does it go? How low can you see? What are the colors like? What are the shapes? Then move your head to the left. Check out what's going on over there. Are there reflections that you can see? Are there different tones? What's going on with the play of the light to the left of you? And then you can completely swing around. Look behind you. What's happening behind you? Lights colors, art, nature, who knows? I don't know what you're looking at, but take it in and just notice it. And I want you to start to have an awareness that this moment right now, as it is, is completely perfect. You're in this space. You can see everything, smell everything, hear everything. You can put your hands on your legs and feel the fabric of the clothing you're wearing or maybe just your skin. And you can breathe and you're listening to me. And this moment right now, as it exists, is absolutely perfect. And this perfection of the, of the present moment is available to you all the time, constantly. You always have access to that. And it is only when we obsess about the past, which we cannot change, or future trip about what's coming, which again, we don't have a lot of influence over, is that we mess it up for ourselves. So I want you to just remember that the point of power is in the present moment. And when we get off track and we future trip and we obsess about or ruminate on our mistakes or 
the things we didn't do as well as we should have, or why didn't I learn this years ago, or whatever. That's when we start to make ourselves miserable. And that's when we start to panic about where we're at. So I want you to start to notice when you're catastrophizing your life, when you are chicken littling it, when you are freaking out about what's next, what do I do, what's the path forward, and learn to relax. And one of the ways that we learn to relax is we make a deliberate practice to get out of our heads and into our bodies. And I was talking to an incredible dancer on Instagram last night. Her name's Kayla Branda. You should follow her. She is a baddie. And we were talking about that. And she was talking about how in dance, she likes to use the analogy of taking the elevator from your mind down into your body. And I love that, that idea of noticing that you're thinking about everything, that you're gripping, that you're trying to control, and you just move down into your body. So something that happened to me this morning, I was doing a somatic experiencing session with my therapist, and she was holding my shoulders. I'm lying down on a couch, and she had her hands under my shoulders. And the reason, well, one of the reasons we were doing that is I said, I felt like there was a block between my mind and my body. And I had these ideas or visions of what I wanted to do, but it didn't always like move down into my body where I could express it. So I was lying there and she was holding me under my shoulders. And she said, what are you noticing? And I said, well, I'm visualizing opening a channel between my mind and my body. And as I said it, I realized this is not the point of the exercise, right? Resist the urge to use your mind to solve the problems because actually your mind trying to solve the problems is what got you here in the first place. So resist the urge to use your mind and instead focus on the feeling, the sensation, what can you feel, how does it feel, and can you just be in the moment right here where you are right now. And that is very powerful. And I remember years ago when I lived in New York City, I used to go and get massages like every week. And often when I did that, I would visualize as I laid there face down on the table, all of the fear, insecurity, grief, upset, whatever I was feeling, falling out of my body, off the table, down onto the ground, through down onto the street, washed down into the sewers and away. And that's a great practice, right? The visualization is great. But it was also keeping me from being in my body and just allowing myself to feel. And my last episode was uh, well, episode 32 was all about just letting yourself feel your feelings. And that is so important. I can't tell you how important that is to notice when there is an emotion in your body. Maybe it's in your chest or in your throat or the back of your head. Maybe it's in your stomach. And instead of logicking it, instead of rationalizing it, instead of thinking like, oh, I have to only think positive thoughts and we push it away. 
invite the feeling in. And there's so many analogies for this, right? You could like pull up a chair for it and invite it to tea. You could just picture it as like a big wave heading towards you and you just open your arms and you're like, drench me, baby, let's go. It's totally up to you what metaphor works for you. But we have to let ourselves feel these things in our body, not just in our head. We don't want to think about being in love. We want to feel being in love, right? And the same applies for those so-called negative emotions too. We don't want to just think about anxiety. We actually want to feel anxiety. And I know that you're sitting there saying, no, actually, I don't want to feel anxiety. But here's the thing. When you let yourself feel it in your body, you let it wash over you, it starts to subside. The only time it does not subside is when we keep pushing it away. And it may seem like we're getting rid of it or fixing it or something. We're not because every emotion that you have inside of you is building a form of energy. And when we don't release that energy by letting it be fully felt and then letting it naturally subside, we're really just pushing it underground. It's just going deeper and it is just going to come back bigger and badder and bolder. So we have to allow ourselves to feel these things. And Russell Brand did an episode of his um, Under the Skin podcast on Luminary with Michael Singer that I think came out today. And usually his podcast you have to pay for, but this episode was released free to the public. And it is absolutely amazing. And it is all about feeling your feeling and letting it just be there, not trying to fix it, just letting yourself feel it. And how powerful that is. Was it like literally an amazing episode? You should definitely listen to it. So, okay. Get out of your head and into your body. So that means stop thinking about it and well, notice that you're thinking about it and then be like, okay, and what can I feel? (sighs) Can I feel my breath? Can I feel the sun on my skin? Can I feel a sensation inside my body, in my heart, in my throat? What does that feel like? Does it have a color? Does it have a shape? Can I just allow myself to be with this feeling? Can I just be neutral about it, not make it bad or wrong or good or anything? Just be with it. And then another thing that really helps with this idea of not panicking about our lives is to stop looking at what you don't have and focus on what you do have. So again, this is something that you can do with your body too, instead of your mind, right? Like you don't have to make an intellectual list of these things. You can just be like, here I am. I'm in my body. The sun is shining. I'm feeling so good in this moment. And I don't have to go into that rabbit hole or down that doom spiral of assessing everything I don't have. Because no matter what you have in your life, no matter how abundant, no matter how many accolades, how many cars in your garage, whatever, if you are always focused on what you don't have, all the abundance and accolades and cars in the world will never make a difference. So we need to really learn to shift our focus. And 
yes, you can visualize the things that you are desiring, right? If you want to. And if you want to flood your subconscious with how you want things to be and your vision of that and all those things, then that's fantastic. And it's definitely better than flooding your subconscious with visions of how you don't want it to go and your biggest fears. But ultimately, I think the best practice is to visualize those things, feel them in your body, like really feel them in your body. Visualization is not an intellectual practice. It's a physical practice. And I know that that is counterintuitive. But what you want to do with your visualization is to see the picture in your mind and then allow your body and your emotions to feel as they would feel if you had that thing. But then I want you to really let it go and stop obsessing and just come back to the present. Keep coming back to the present because really the, the idea of being in your mind all the time and and thinking through things and applying your techniques and your skills is actually keeping you from being in your body. And if you want to truly feel good, you need to come home to your body. And if you think about all the beautiful things that your body has done for you, the life it has granted you, the opportunities it has filtered to you, the sensations you've been able to feel because of your body. We neglect our bodies. We discard our bodies. We abuse our bodies. We belittle our bodies. And your body is the source of everything. So come back to it. Make friends with it. Get curious about it. Let it feel its way through life. And you will live a completely different life than the life that you have been living from the neck up. And another thing that's important when we want to stop panicking about our lives is we want to release this need to control everything. There are very few things in this life that you can control and you can control them beautifully, right? You can control whether you're in your mind or whether you're in your body. You can control what you focus on. You can control the boundaries that you set, the environments that you place yourself in. You can control the actions that you take, but there is so much in your life that you cannot control and you can try to influence if you want, but you cannot control. And that's things like the people around you, the economy, what's going on in your, in your neighborhood or your city or your country politically, all of these things we cannot control. And I think honestly, one of the biggest things that we try to control that really panics us about our own lives is we try to control the people we love and control is not love. And when we truly release them from needing to do the things that we think they should be doing, from behaving the way that we think they're supposed to behave, then we give them the greatest gift, which is the freedom to be themselves. And we also let them off the hook of needing to please us by behaving in a specific way. So many of us, and we don't mean to do this, we're just conditioned. We believe that our love is conditional. And if you do this, I won't love you anymore. 
And if you do this or that, or you say this, or you go there, then I will withdraw my love from you. And you already know that someone may do something that hurts you deeply, but you still love them, even if you don't want to. And so let's stop pretending that we, we operate in this, this very limited universe of what love really is. You could be super hurt by someone and super pissed off by what they do, but that doesn't mean that you don't love them. And I think it's really important that we let other people off the hook of the job of being responsible for our happiness. It's too great a burden to put on someone else, you know, and it's, it's not fair. And finally, just to remember that you are just on this ride and If you are type A, intellectual, cerebral, boss babe, you may resist this thought. (laughs) You may listen to it begrudgingly. You may come to it kicking and screaming, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. You are just on the ride like everyone else. And all you can do is your best in this moment. And all you can do is really be present. And one of the best ways to be present is to slow down, observe your environment, and really be present in this moment. And give the people you love the gift of really being present with them too. And this ability to be present and to slow down And to really be in the room that you're in with whoever you're in the room with is the greatest antidote to panicking because you're just here and you recognize that you're here and you're real and you're safe and you matter. And we don't know the outcome of everything. We don't. We never will. And to just surrender to the beauty and the mystery of the universe and to remember that the universe has such a better imagination than we do, such a better sense of humor as well. And, you know, where you are right now in your life may not be where you thought it would, you would be five years ago. You may be stunned by what your life looks like right now. But when we can loosen our grip, have this like really feather light grip on life and allow it to surprise and delight us, that's when the magic really happens for us. When we stop obsessing, stop gripping, stop controlling, stop catastrophizing, We move into our body and we develop this reverence for the universe's imagination and sense of humor and where it wants to take us. It's so beautiful, so special, and so much better than anywhere that you could steer the ship to individually. So I hope that this hits you, that you feel it, 
that you're like, oh, yes. I hope that listening to this inspired you to take some like big, deep, releasing breaths and to remind you just to be in your body. Even if you can just do that a few times a day, it will start to shift things for you as it is for me. And it is like an incredible ride. And I really desire that for you. If that's what you want to experience life with all of you and not just from the neck up. I love you and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks as always for listening. I love your reviews if you feel like writing them, but hey, you're not responsible for my happiness. So writing a review is not compulsory. (laughs) All right. Bye.